Basement said it's fine, me and Shice, we fucked up the lines. Something so icy and we shine, it ain't hard to find it. Once again, I'm locked in with TP, we finna make it. Greatness said it's fine, it's me and Shice, we fucked up the lineup. This something so icy and we shine, it ain't hard to find it. And them niggas started way before, but now they fall behind us. Our first time at LA beat, we spend a 10 on jet design. I'm in LA smoking cartons, our shit got me paranoid. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Kirving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendricks, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. the one true king of the South, a.k.a. December's very own, a.k.a. my birthday this month, a.k.a. I'm really, really trying to stay present, um, a.k.a. y'all niggas are off idiots, um, <laughs> a.k.a. y'all niggas should shut the fuck up sometimes about shit y'all don't know about, um, a.k.a. uh. If you could tell, I'm fed up a lot of things <laughs> and a lot of people. Um, and on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite little shit talker. I fucked up. We're going to rewind that. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. that heartbreak hotel. A.K.A. I've been playing Carl Thomas cover to cover. A.K.A. There's not enough red wine. A.K.A. Bro, somebody come get me off this fucking floor. Calvin? What's up? What's up? I don't like this part of breakups. This part of breakups, the the part where you do exactly what I don't, I tell you not to do, and you get, like, that part of breakups? Yeah, it's the part when the breakup where, like, the double back fails, and now you're in, like, like, fails hard. Like, here's the analogy. I actually talked to my therapist about this. I love that bitch. I really do. Right? Here's the analogy. It's the part of the breakup where, like, imagine the universe, you get a scar, right? And, Mm -hmm. right, the breakup, the initial breakup is a scar. And you put a nice, good Band-Aid over it. Now, every day, you should be taking that Band-Aid off so that it can get some air, heal, clean it. Right? Put the Band-Aid back mm-hmm. off. But sometimes you get to the point where the Band-Aid just has to come off. Right? Permanent. It's gone. The universe, the first time the universe rips the Band-Aid off, it goes fast so you don't feel it as much. Right? Quickly. Boom. Throw it away. Move on. You're done with that. You're done with it. Now we can heal. Okay? You're healed. You're good. And then you go and you scrape yourself in the same exact spot again so the Band-Aid has to go right back on, right? I'm at the part where the universe decides that ripping it off, I'm not learning. You didn't feel it. It went, too, it went by too fast, okay? So we're going to do this shit real, real slow. And I'm feeling every hair, <laughs> every pinch, every, like, every time. The glue from the tape rolls off the skin. I'm feeling every part of that pinchy shit. And it hurts, okay? It hurts. I'm getting my ass whooped. Spirit is whooping my ass. And I knew better. I knew better on the episode we recorded with Lauren Elise. I knew better then, and I know better now. (laughs) I knew better. So say the I told you so is my good Sir Calvin. I told me so too, okay? In the, in the immortal words of Mario. Whoop, get my ass whooped. Baby, I just don't get it. 
Do you enjoy <laughs> being hurt? <laughs> and I'm really you. I'm really trying to. This ain't it. I'm trying to it. hold grace. Don't please don't. Clearly, I don't need it. Clearly, don't just don't. Okay, just remember if everything I say from this point on, you've asked for. Okay, because I'm trying. Go ahead, bro. So listen, you're gonna let the chopper sing on behalf of the rest of our friend group, so I don't have to hear this eight different times. So, like, please, if you may. How many times do you gotta touch the hot stove and get burned? Before you realize you shouldn't touch that shit no more. I think the frustration comes when not only do your niggas tell you, you tell you in self-inflicted mistakes. Self-inflicted mistakes are the worst mistakes because we again we knew better. Like he was like you you feel yourself fucking up in the midst of a fuck up. Yep. And like, I think of that whenever I take the wrong route to go somewhere. Like, man, I shouldn't have got on 71 and fucking rush hour traffic. I knew better. Or, man, I knew I shouldn't have ate that late. I knew better. Or, I knew I shouldn't have... T- I, man, I knew I shouldn't have said that to Shorty. I knew better. Like, self-inflicted mistakes. Because you know better. And when you make self-inflicted mistakes, it is insulting to not only yourself, but to the people around you because you are better and smarter than the mistakes that you are making. You should not let these mistakes define you, but you are smarter than the mistakes you're making. It reminds me of... So, I used to watch King of the Hill because I really have cable... And on Sundays, on Fox, after the football game, they would just literally just let them chop a spray with the Simpsons, King of the Hill, fucking right. uh, Family Guy, you know, that whole lineup, right? And so there was a point where Bobby, Bobby's a kid in King of the Hill, right? He's, he's the fat-ass son of, of, of the Hills. And Hank Hill's a dad. And so Bobby is failing English, right? And they're going around the table. And Hank Hill says, Bobby, how are you failing English? You speak English. (laughs) And that's where I am. Because, again, we all make mistakes, right? No, No one under God's green earth is perfect. We all make mistakes. We all catch feelings for people that we thought were good people. We all, like, that shit is excusable. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to call you out or falling for a nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, shit happens, right? Now, what, what do you always tell me? And this is another reason why this is frustrating. When, when, when the devil shows you who he, are, who he is, believe him. Don't you tell me Every that? Every time. Yep. So, in the scenario, the devil showed you who he is. A while ago, the devil showed you who he is the first time. Now, now you argued from double back. I disagreed, but you argued from a double back because you know you still miss 
you miss certain experiences that you share. Okay, and again, understandable. That's why I am out of sight, out of mind type of breakup nigga. If me and you fall out romantically, I immediately <laughs> remove you from all social media because I don't want to see you. Because I'll be damned if I see you looking happy before I'm happy. Mm. You're not allowed <laughs> to be happy until I'm happy, motherfucker. That's the rules of this engagement. Toxic, yes, but at this point, I don't give a fuck. You are not allowed to be happy until I'm happy. And if I see you happy before I'm happy, I'm going to be unhappy. So therefore, I'll block you and make sure I don't see you happy. Anyways. <laughs> so, you miss, you miss experience. Cool, 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 cool. Woo, 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 woo. Cool. Back, you try to double back because you know you're a woman with needs, and you know again we keeping. I'm I'm ripping the band. I'm keeping a buck with you. You know that the dick the dick you know versus the dick you don't. Listen. Cool. You try you try to double back. Cool because you you miss at the that sex. point. Ain't Let no me bit. finish. Let me. But you you miss the sex. You miss the intimacy. Cool. Heard you. All that. You try to double back. Double back don't work. Y'all don't even get to the point where you started the double back four because you are you, you got to the argument before you got to the intimacy, and then you remind you are reminded of why the sequel is always worse than the original. Am I wrong? Have I lied at any point during the statement? Calvin, no. Okay, so I'm just again. I got to check. I got <laughs> at this point, nigga. I didn't try. I didn't try. I didn't try. Multiple times over multiple <laughs> over bro. multiple episodes over multiple hey mediums Gil off gotta, wax listen. and on wax. Hey, listen, Gil got to drop the ether beat, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I done tried off wax. I done tried on wax. I done tried episodes of guests. I done tried episodes of just me and you. And this is this has been an arc for the last <laughs> several months. I try. I've tried. So now. <laughs> And every time I started to get there, he's like, Calvin, all right, all right. All right. And I, 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 I tucked it. I tucked if you it. can't say amen, it. you got to say ouch, bro. <laughs> I tucked it. But now, so you, so you, so you try to double back. The double back don't work. You don't even get to the, you don't even get to the good part of the double back. You, hey, just let me to, show you. you just rehash the argument. You don't even rehash the good shit. You just rehash the argument. So, again, because sequels are rarely as good as the original. Cool. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes we, you gotta, you gotta, you make the same mistake in a different way. Cool. Cool. Again, almost understandable, right? Like, you know what? Play us fuck up sometimes. Sometimes you, you gotta try one thing twice to see if you just needed to try harder. Cool. Whatever. So now, not only is the sequel worse than the original, you tried to make a goddamn trilogy. You tried the Godfather 3, this shit. You tried the Hangover 3, this shit. You tried the Men in Black 3, this shit. You tried to do Twilight 3. All of these, you tried to do trilogy. And if a sequel is worse than the original, what the fuck do you think the trilogy is? Worse than the sequel, huh? No, no, no. no. Listen, I, I, <laughs> I'm trying here so so now so 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 at this point not only if we're using your analogy about okay first time you trip and fall you you you, you, you got a scar on your arm cool you know what i'm saying like again play us fuck up play us fall you you you, you had a lot of shit going on you trip and fall ow that hurts you 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 you, 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 you band-aided up cool 
in this scenario, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you do the healing, you let the band-aid, you do, you do all that shit. You, you, you get the band-aid off a little bit, but, you know, your arm's still a little tender because, you know, it hurt. It still hurt. You're, you're still sore. But you, 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 trip, you trip and fall again. You know, you're not paying attention. Whoop the whoop the whoop. You think you think maybe this time I, I know where this I know where this is. Boop, you triple fall again. Okay, again. Play as fuck up. Cool. You 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 wrap it back up. You you you, 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 you get it ready. You, you put the band-aid on. This time, instead of letting your shit heal properly, you start picking at the goddamn scab. You start picking at the shit that's not fully healed yet because for whatever God forsaken, because of curiosity. You start picking at the goddamn scab because of curiosity, and now you have now you have reopened the same wound because that wasn't fully healed yet when you started picking at it. That's where we are. <sighs> My opinion about this man has not changed. In fact, my opinion about this man has only gotten worse the more you keep talking to me about this man. So at this point, for your sake, for my sake, for our listeners' sake, I need you this time to stop picking at the goddamn scab. Let the scab heal properly. And matter of fact, once it's healed properly, give it an extra minute of time just to make sure. And then don't do, don't try the same shit. If you got fucked up riding a bike down a hill really fast, maybe slow the fuck down next time. Again, the definition of insanity is doing the same things and expecting different results. And baby girl, you are a lot of things. You are not insane. You are smart. You are kind. You are important. And I need you. And I need you <laughs> to show me the, the Ali Nicole that I remember. Because this person on the other end of the line is not the same Ali Nicole I remember. And you know why? Because she let some nappy-headed ass niggas Oof. play with her feelings and play with her heart. Okay? Now that is that I am done speaking about this nigga and 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 how he's treated you on wax for now and forever. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. I'm gonna Yeah, Calvin don't talk to me like that. Oh god understand. It, it's it's frustration, right? And I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. Obviously I'm, I'm obviously I'm frustrated at him, right? Because you don't treat people the way he treated you. You don't talk to people the way he's talked to you. Right? Cool. And, and but I don't know that nigga. I can't I have no interest in speaking with that nigga. So 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 yes. Okay. How do I say this? So when someone gets robbed, we're obviously mad at the robber because, again, you broke the law. You did some, you did some morally foul shit, right? But there is a difference between 
when someone breaks into your house, like they throw a brick into your window, they they throw a brick into your car, they break the shit, they 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 turn off the alarms, smash and grab, cool. You did everything you're supposed to do, and some and someone came in and went an extra mile to fuck up your shit to to get past your security system. Name of the game, but you did what you were supposed to do. However, if that same person, if you, if you leave the keys in the car, and the person just still, or if you if, if you leave your door unlocked when you're going out for a trip, right? Or 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 you leave you leave your ground floor window open, and 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 you're gone for the day, and you come in and someone's taking your shit. Yes, we're still mad at the robber because again, the robber did morally foul shit. But we also then have a talk with the person like, why did you leave yourself so open this time? Like, why did you, 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 come on, you know, you know better. Like, you know, you, you know, you make sure you lock up before you leave. You know, you, if you're on the ground floor, you make sure your windows are closed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Before you leave, I know you want to get air and shit and ventilate, but you, you know, like, you know, you know where you live. You don't leave your keys in your car and your car running unsupervised. Like, I know you're trying to warm up your car, but you know that. Come on, you know better. And that's where I'm at. The first time the nigga the nigga broke into your car window, he he grabbed the brake, he smashed at you. You can't do anything about it. Right. The the subsequent times, you left your you left your car unlocked. That's where I'm at, and that's why I'm mad. I'm not mad at you because you because you fell for a nigga and he broke your heart. That that happens. That that's part of life. What I'm ang- what I'm not even mad. Mad's not the right word. Angry's not the I'm frustrated and disappointed is because you allowed that man to 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 hurt you the same way multiple different times. And you're not wrong. That's why it's like it's one of those things where I take full accountability for this shit. Like, and that's what I'm I, I think the bigger portion of it is I'm not even mad at him. I'm not mad at him. I want nothing more to do with him. I don't want to talk to you again. I never want to see your face. I never want to hear from you. I don't care what happens in your life. I don't want to know. It's none of my business. I don't want to know. You've been blocked on social media. I don't want to talk to you. I just blocked your number. I I never want to talk to you again. Never. I got out of this relationship without any permanent bills, any STDs, and any babies. God is good. And I have the audacity to question this bitch. I need my ass whooped. I just literally just... I needed it this time. And this won't be like the last. This won't be... And I can't sit here and say that I won't feel disappointed by men again. Because men disappoint. I, and I can't say, well, man disappoints. People disappoint. That's, that's life. I can't say I won't be disappointed again. Because eventually people do fail you. That's a part of that shit. But at least I'll know better. Healing, like, truly. This shit Healing sucks. isn't linear. Healing isn't linear, right? And, and I, I understand my flaws because I am a very linear thinker. What's the next? I, I, instead of what's a step, I ask what's the next step, right? Like, and this is, this is something that kind of was explained to me by someone that we both know. But it was like, what's the next step? I am a very linear person. Like, one plus two plus three equals four. Why, 
That's why when the math don't math to me, it annoys me because my brain is literally not computing. Because it's like, wait, 5 plus 7 is supposed to equal 12. Why the fuck did this nigga have 13? What, what the fuck? But healing and, 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 and matters of the heart and matters of your emotions is not linear. I, I understand that. And I, I am, I'm not allowing you because you don't need my permission to do a goddamn thing. But I understand your need you're going to be hurt and you're still going to feel disappointment. You're still going to feel sadness about what has transpired. That's not what I'm angry about. Because if you're still even, even if you're still hurt over the initial shit, cool. I may, make, I may crack a couple jokes because, you know, that's how we talk to each other. But I, again, fully understand because it's not a linear process. You know what I'm saying? You had goals and plans of spending ho- this holiday season with that nigga. I understand. That's and it fine. hurt. It, Let me tell you something. Real quick. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Hands down. Like, Christmas and Valentine's, they be neck and neck. But I honestly think Christmas is my favorite holiday. And it's for all the corny-ass, hallmarky-ass, tis-the-season-ass reasons. Like, <laughs> it truly is. Like, I get into the spirit of Christmas so heavy. And I, lo- I genuinely love the fuck out of Christmas. I love that this time of year, we take time for each other. It's the holidays, so we reach out. Or it's the holidays, so we're a little slower to anger or we're patient. We're especially more giving and more kind. You see charity skyrocket this time of year. And it's no coincidence that it's quarter four and charity skyrocket. It ain't lost on me, guys. But like, uh, it's, also, it's also tax, tax avoidance season. Listen, we already know yeah, why. Yeah, like, listen, right. Y'all you know not doing like, this out of the good of your hearts. Exactly. But... Still, the giving is there, the intent is there, and somebody in some way, shape, or form is going to be better because of it. So, like, I enjoy that. Like, I, I super enjoy that. And I can't really honestly tell you, no, I got a really good Christmas present last year. But before that, like, I hadn't gotten a Christmas present in years. So, like, I, it wasn't that. And it's not even like I go all out for Christmas. I'm going to buy a Christmas tree this week and put up decorations. And then you guys are coming over on Sunday, so I'm going to have a couple presents underneath the tree for y'all. But, like, yeah, like, I really just enjoy, I enjoy the fuck out of Christmas, man. And going through what I'm going through this time of year is a little hard. Because I want to get into the spirit and the joy and the, and the, all of the, that of it all. But there's, like, this really, really heavy shit. And there's nothing that's going to make this heavy shit shift than working through it in time. And it just so happens to be around this time of year. So with being authentic to self and giving myself what I need when I need it, if I am sad, I just let myself be sad. And if I am jolly and joyous and up, I get to let myself experience that too. But it just, it really, it's never lost on me that all of this heavy, heavy shit is happening during my favorite holiday. But then there are moments where I said, fuck that. Because I'll be honest, there are. And I go grab my baby, me and Braylon, excuse me, kiddo. I'm going to touch on that real quick. There are certain people who cannot, you, if you are a listener to the podcast, we love you and we always support y'all. I do slip up and I say my son's name sometimes. That does not mean you can come up to me and say my son's name to me. I'm very sensitive about that. Kiddo work. If you want to address me about my son, you're going to see that. Hey, Alex, how's your son? Or how's kiddo? That is acceptable to me. I am very sensitive about my son's identity. So just, just tread lightly with that. 
Any hooter. Because you niggas are weird. Y'all are weird. You're weird. Tread lightly with that. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Play, play with my name however much you want. Nigga, we keep minors out of it. You feel me? Continue. Cause I, yeah, let's, we're going to continue. But, um, yeah, so, like, it's just, I'll grab kiddo up, and I'll just be, like, decide that, fuck that. I'm getting out of this. I'm in a funk, and I don't want to be. So me and my baby, we finna be out. I know what we finna do. We finna run around this apartment and throw glitter in the air or some shit. I don't know. We're gonna decorate this bitch and make it look like Tinseltown. I'm gonna buy fake snow and everything. Like, I know, I live in the Midwest. It's probably gonna snow. But, like, I want it around. I just, no. I'm, I'm literally refusing to spend this holiday season depressed. I'm not doing it. It's my favorite holiday. I don't want to do it. And I have days where it's very dark. And I, the optimism just isn't there. And I have days where it's just like, I know I'm going to get through it and I have the faith. But my golly, God damn it, Calvin, <laughs> shit, it's hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard, bro. I'm sitting here right now eating Christmas cookies because I refuse, <laughs> refuse to not enjoy my holiday season. Yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> when when normal seasonal depression, right? Tag teams with you know, you may be clinically depressed, you may already have mental issues. Tag teams with holiday season is generally rough for a lot of people. If you you've lost family members, you know, you've lost loved ones, you you've suffered breakup. And then you forget we're in the middle of a panoramic. And it's just <laughs> listen. You niggas have been calling this shit everything with a P, bro, and I've been hollering. We're in the middle of we're we're in the middle of a panoramic, and it's just <laughs> trying to really and truly just understand that, like this quartet of <laughs> of of this fuckery is going to affect everyone a lot this year, you know present company included um i think like think think about it like in a pandemic where we have lost 250,000 people mm-hmm. in the united states millions across the world mm-hmm. so so you have 250,000 give or take families that have to adjust to the first holiday without their loved one in the middle of a pandemic so you can't even really surround yourself with love in the middle of a pandemic, even after you're, you've lost a loved one, like people who travel for the holidays, travel back home. It's not really, it's not really safe to do so unless like you're literally quarantining now. You know what I mean? Like it's not like there's so many precautions. So I think um, this will transition into like our holiday survival guide. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I ain't gonna lie, listen, 2020 got him. Bitch beat my ass. Woo! Bitch, bitch, be, bitch got me looking like Nate, Nate Robinson in the ring. Um, Baby. 2020 whooped my ass. Nigga, 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 this shit got me doing the Adrian Bronner dance. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Which, oh baby, what? Um, 
Ma'am, swallow your cookies before you speak. Um, Baby, because I'm over here smacking and everything. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just over here. Y'all, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm like, nigga, if you don't swallow them cookies before you talk, nigga. <laughs> like, we not recording the whole last fucking... Anyway. Let me tell y'all but, something. Hey, real quick. So I picked up my edibles from my edible person. He is an alchemist, bro. I didn't even really like, bro, I ate half. He it was a key lime pie. And it was the, everything that encompasses this pie has cannabis oil in it. So I mean the whipped cream, the crust, the pie itself, bro. And my dumb ass ate half on the way home to get it would hit a little bit before we recorded. It's hitting right right now, bro. <laughs> I am so so sorry. apologize. I truly, truly apologize. I, I don't even know. I can't be mad at your edible plug because I'm, I'm, I know your edible plug. Ooh. <laughs> hey, I finished this poorly. <laughs> Ooh, I managed this really bad. <laughs> We good. Woo. <laughs> I need my ass whooped. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put hands and feet on you the next time I see you. I want you to understand <laughs> this. That's fine. Come on. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god. I gotta do a better job. Come on, Calvin. How was your week, friend? How was your week, friend? <laughs> I don't even feel like talking about it because it's just don't. <laughs> I can't. I can't right now. I can't. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna fuck up the mood. So we gonna push for it. No, um, let's talk, bro. No, no, gonna we don't up, talk. It's gonna fuck up the vibes. It's gonna fuck up the vibes, bro. Like okay. It, well, you know it's what. Just, it's gonna fuck this up your lives. This here your platform, my guy. If you want to interrupt it, you interrupt it. Um, so, talking about the survival guide because I think that will tie into how I feel. Okay. Um. Yeah, like I said, this shit, this shit's rough, and and healing isn't linear. Mental health isn't linear, and so. The difference between, you know what I mean? Like, again, self-inflicted mistakes. So, so I made a self-inflicted mistake. And again, and that's part of the reason, like, I understand where you're coming from. Is I thought I was in a better mental space than I was. And then allowed something to trigger me in a way that I should have known better if I understood the mental space out of that. So, and you know, can't no one beat yourself up like yourself, right? Yes. So, I'll be here with my ass. 
just like this, just like the edible. Edible, you Woo. shake hands, whooping your ass. Anyway, beat me the fuck up in here today, baby. So, I think for the holidays, the the advice I would give is, I I know we're we're virtual out. You know what I mean? Like, if you stare at a screen for work nine times out of ten, and then you're expected to stare at a screen when you get off work to talk to your niggas, um, and that's that's a hard sell, right? Or you're an essential worker who has to go into the office or go into wherever, and you're around people, risking your risking your you know your livelihood to make your livelihood. And then, and then that same government tells you, yeah, you can be in a retail store and, and interact with hundreds of customers a day, but you can't kick it with your your niggas afterwards. Right. So I understand. I understand. We've 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 rehashed this a lot. Um. However you however you can safely surround yourself with love, I would recommend. Whether you're whether it's a, just phone calls. FaceTimes, Zooms, um, shit. Bring writing letters back. You know what I mean? Like we ain't got shit. We brought everything else back this year. We can bring back letters. Um, you know, if you got it like that, you know what I mean. You can rent out a movie theater, I guess, for as low as a hundred bucks. Honestly, I forgot to mention we should talk about how the movie theater is about to die thanks to HBO Max. Yo, but th- listen. Cause let me, cause we gonna touch on that. Cause the Undoing could have absolutely been a movie, a fire movie at that. But I get why they made it into a series. But we'll touch it. We'll touch back. We'll talk um, And so, just that's the first thing. Surround yourself with love, however you can safely do so. Um, it's going to look different if you give a fuck. We we can talk about um, Columbus and Trey songs another time. <laughs> Y'all niggas mm, was packed out. To the gills to see Trey Songs host. Okay. Um, Y'all literally packed thing. out a club in the middle of a pandemic to watch a rapist host. And that hurts to say because I was a Trey Songs fan. Like, I am a Trey Songs fan. Like, I have to mourn that. There's a lot of music I have to let go of because Trey Songs wants to be a weird nigga. Anyways, <laughs> but just, um, second thing. I think is understanding that give you, give yourself and your body grace this 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 year. I saw a lot of a lot of tweets saying it's okay if you gained weight in the middle of a pandemic, and it is, but you don't need the pandemic to excuse your weight gain. Right? You can your body is your body. Like if you gained weight because you gained weight, like it's whatever. Quarantine hit. Everything hit. You know what I mean? It is, it is what it there is. Give a, yourself grace for that. There was a quote that I saw, and I'm actually going to quote. Her name was Crystal from The Read. I follow her on Twitter. And she said, you can't blame your body for doing what it has to do to keep you alive during a pandemic. And for some of us, that means weight gain. For me, it meant massive weight loss. I have a lot, If you've seen me lately, I've lost a lot of weight. A lot of that has to do with my anxiety and just no desire to eat. I don't eat regular meals. My friend frustrates my friend. Like when they come over for dinner, I typically am cooking because a that's probably maybe the second time I've cooked that week. If I do that, 
and maybe maybe the fourth time I ate. It's not because I just forget to eat and I'm not interested in food in the way everybody else is. I'm not a foodie by a long shot. I don't care. Like food, I eat when I'm hungry. I won't when I'm not. And then sometimes that's maybe a couple hours. Sometimes it's all fucking day. I'm not a foodie. I typically have dinner because I want my friends over and I know food is an incentive. I just don't eat. But you can, you can't blame your body for fluctuating and especially a massive amount of stress and everybody's feeling pressure. You are feeling pressure. So your body has to adjust to added stress that now you've made a part of your day. So, and stress takes on many different forms. Your body takes on many different forms in order to accommodate for that. So you're right, Calvin. Great. And be very patient. And don't feel the need to feel like because you're supposed to be in the house and because you're supposed to be, you know, quarantining and all of that, all of the safe stuff, that don't feel the need to have to feel that empty space with just stuff. And typically it's food. Like when I'm bored, honestly bored, like mm, I'll say, all right, let me go try to eat. I'll eat out of boredom, not because I'm actually hungry. And even though my issues with weight are not everybody else's, our issues with eating are quite not the, you know what I'm saying, very opposite of what's common, doesn't mean that that's not also a struggle because I will pick some bullshit to eat, like completely not nutritious at all. So not only am I not eating, I'm also not taking in good calories. So there, there, you got to find the balance and you have to give yourself grace and also recognize your own unhealthy balance and make the adjustment. Like, you can so, just give yourself time. Give yourself grace and surround yourself with love and understanding that recovery is not linear. For, again, there are days that you're going to feel like fucking Chris Kringle, St. Nicholas himself. And then their days are going to feel like the Grinch. Um, do a status check. Figure out which day you're about to have. Because you generally know early which day you're about to have. And then move accordingly. For example, yesterday, I ain't get out of my bed to noon because I was up. Just didn't have it. Didn't, did, just didn't have it. Didn't have it in me. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I beat myself up <laughs> over the course of this past weekend for a, a plethora of reasons and a plethora of self-induced mistakes. You give, you give yourself grace and you also understand that, like, and I think the, the final thing I would say for this holiday season, besides the other things that we've talked about all year, is give, understand that this is affecting us in different ways. Mm-hmm. And when you have an understanding, understanding that if you say that this doesn't affect you in the same way that it affects them, that even though you are factually correct, you are invalidating someone else's feelings. Oh, damn, I can't fuck with her no more. She ain't, she ain't reached out to hit me all, all this whole holiday season. A, the phone works both ways. So if you're mm-hmm. thinking about that person, just send a text. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, don't be the one, like, I ain't gonna talk to you until you text me first. Like, that's, that's, that's childish. But, but also, you, you don't necessarily know what that person's feeling like mentally. 
You know what I mean? Right. Like this holiday season is full of grief in a normal year. <laughs> and if we've established anything over this conversation, 2020 is the last thing for normal. So understand that people may not be the same people that you've expected them to be or that you've grown accustomed to them being because it's a this year has impacted them. This year has impacted everyone. Everyone from the low from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high have mm-hmm. been impacted in some way, shape, or form by this 2020 year. Like for like, doesn't matter if you're an essential worker or you could be someone like Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns, an NBA superstar. He's he's you know he's he's dating Jordan Woods now, but that's not my point. But like he's a multimillionaire. Like he's making thirty million dollars a year to play a game of basketball. Right? He's he lost his mom and six other relatives to COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Again, generally, you ask nine times nine people out of ten. Would you switch lives with Carl Anthony Towns? They would say yes immediately. You mean I could I can be an NBA player and make thirty million dollars and date Jordan Woods? Sign me up. But what if I told you you had to lose seven of your family members, including your mom, in order in that deal? Would you still do it? Right. Give people grace. <laughs> Give your DoorDash delivery person grace. Like they're working in the middle of a pandemic. Give your 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 nail tech lady. Race. Give your hairdressers, give your hair, you give your customers great. Like it, this is one of the lowest cost options to try to make this shit a little bit better. Give people a little more grace, and I know it's rich coming from me because considering the first twenty minutes of this episode, but <laughs> it really is. This is typically like the <laughs> positive note part. So what you trying to say, Cal? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that get you you understand where people are coming from and i may not agree with everything that you that I may not agree with everything you do i may not agree with however you come but i understand why like i understand why you did what you you did you were you felt how you felt i understand that we, clearly i didn't agree with it but i understand why you did it just didn't agree with it. um you know what? And you know what? That is fundamentally me right there. Right there. What you just said, Calvin, lets me know that. And I'm trying not to cry because that would be actually very on brand. But like, that's fundamentally me right there. And that lets me know that you have truly invested into our friendship and truly invested into get to knowing me. Like, in our relationship, you're pragmatic. I am the opposite. But you get it. You just said the one thing. I don't agree with you, Alex, but I understand. Because I never asked anybody to agree with anything. I know that sometimes my shit rides. And I know it's sometimes, it is very hard to ride. I know how hard it is being my friend sometimes. And I'm sorry. I, I truly am. And in moments where I catch myself, I try not to be intentionally difficult. I do. But you get it. It's going to be fucked up. But at least I understood why my bitch felt like that was necessary. And it's some dumbass shit. And I'm going to tell her it's some dumbass shit. But that's still my bitch. And then we going to write out about her every single time. That's why I fucking love you. 
to just don't make this a habit. <laughs> okay? You got it. You got it. You got that. I, I need, but, I need, I need, I need 2021 Alex to, 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 to look at 2020 Alex and be like, God damn, she did stupid shit. And then not. Bro, we ain't got to do this shit no more. Just, bro. just, this just. This shit hurt. Just, just, come, just, just, just come, just come to death row. You feel me? Just come to death row. <laughs> oh, like this if, shit if, 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 if you don't want niggas dancing all in your videos, if you don't, if you don't want niggas, I'm, I'm, but I'm, 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 no, go ahead, go get petty, please, 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 please. If you don't want niggas dancing all in your videos, if you don't want niggas showing up to your to, to functions of snapback scullies, if you don't, please, if you. I, I warned you. If you if you if you don't if you don't want niggas lying about kids that they may or may not. Yo, relax. <laughs> Yo, relax. Come to death row. Come to death row. What's next, oh, Alex? <laughs> In fairness, I I tried to tuck it. You told me go ahead, and then I warned you I was about to get petty. I tried to tuck it, and you told me go ahead. I just want you. I just want you to understand that I tried to be a good person. I tried. Well, all right, all right. You know what? This is a good pivoting. Good pivot. So in therapy. Me and my last, my me and my therapist have been like having these really like. Now that I've been going to therapy weekly at this point, we've been getting having conversations that have been like stripping me down. Like I feel like she has scalped me, and I'm just raw. Like I feel everything, and I feel everything so intensely. Sometimes it like I have to, I have to stop. Like, and I told myself that I would just start working through my emotions and allowing myself to sit in whatever emotion I have. And just allow myself to just work through it. You got to work through it. And with that being said, we started talking a lot about peace. And it came because, shout out to Bandis. Shout out to Auntie Bandis. But me and Bandis were having a conversation about peace. And she told me straight up, she said, sis, I don't think you're ready for the responsibility of peace. But you don't have to live in turmoil either. And I sent that shit straight to therapy. I took that right on the therapy, right on with me. <laughs> and we, we got into a really, really heavy conversation about that. And my point about peace was that there's a responsibility to peace. When you decide to move in peace, like when you decide to choose peace, like choose happiness, choose well-being over all of that shit, you have a responsibility to maintain that lifestyle. That means that even when it's tempting to bite the apple, Eve, you can't. Even when that motherfucker deserves to be cussed out. And I fir- I'm a firm believer that sometimes self-care is airing it out, bro. You got to let that chopper sing once in a while. I'm a firm believer in that. And sometimes there is peace in letting a motherfucker know exactly where they stand with you. There's peace in that. You cannot convince me otherwise. And I think that's maybe standing, what's standing truly stand between me and growing the fuck up. Because there is at least, bro, nah. Sometimes when you got me fucked up, I got to let you know what type of time. So there is short-term gratification and long-term gratification. Yeah, it's going to feel good. It's always, listen. Uh, Calvin, now, I'm hear not me gonna, out. Hold no, on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Real quick. You about to say some fried shit. 
I am, absolutely. But wait, <laughs> there's never been a curse out I regretted. If I let your ass motherfucking have it, I did not regret that shit. I may regret my delivery because I, that honestly needs work. Like, I need to really work on my delivery with shit. But what the fuck I said and the meaning behind that shit, I mean every motherfucking word, bro. You got now, me fucked up. Now. Now. M- madam. Huh? I feel, I, feel like, I feel like your uncle today. God damn. Uh, anyways, madam. Here's what I'm here's the the short-term and long-term goals and short-term gratification and long-term gratification. Short-term gratification, again, feels good in the short term. However, does it put you in a better position to have bigger and better goals in the long term? That's the question. Sometimes your short-term gratification and your long-term gratification are on the same path. For example, if you're really feeling shorty and you fucked the first night and you realize, hey, she's still cool and I still want to hang out with her after I busted my nut, that's short-term gratification into long-term gratification. So there are examples. However, the majority of the time, that is your short-term gratification will actively work against your long-term goals, your long-term gratification. Yes, that cussing that motherfucker out felt good. It felt good. No, no, no argument. I don't argue with you. I just see it differently. No arguments. It felt good. However, was what you have to ask yourself was whatever issue I had with that person, was it solved? Did we get close to rectifying it? Did we get to a point where we could be cordial if I chose to be cordial? If I chose not to be cordial, do I feel, after I cuss that motherfucker out and let that motherfucker have a piece of my mind, do I feel drained? Do I feel happy? Do I feel sad? Do I feel like, all of those questions need to have answers because everything that you do requires energy. And cussing someone smooth the fuck out requires a lot of energy. Like, even if it's a text conversation, you standing in one spot for 38 minutes while you go back and forth with these requires energy. <laughs> you feel me? Because we've all had those text conversations with you. Or you're standing in an awkward spot because you got that one text. The next thing you know, you're, you're like over by the shoe boxes. And you're just like, I know this motherfucker. You know, like, you got me motherfucking fucked up. And you're just like, that requires energy, mental energy, physical energy. And so when you cho- choosing peace, choosing happiness is an active choice we make every single day. And the reason why we choose peace is because it is a more sustainable path long-term than choosing chaos. Again, you, so, you have your sprinters and you have your marathoners, right? If, if I told, a, if I had made the sprinter and the marathoner both run a 100-yard dash, the sprinter's going to beat the marathoner's ass. You feel me? Uh, this is sports. Hold on. Let me let me let me see if I can get, got something else for you. Yeah, baby. You know you lost the fuck out of me. All right, okay, hold on. Um <clears throat> bet. Cool. Okay, so if I told you, if I told you. Okay, if I gave you 10 minutes to get everything you wanted, what would you get? Versus I gave you 10 hours to get to give you whatever you wanted, right? If I gave you 10 minutes, you'll get the flashy shit. Shit that you can carry. Shit that you can just grab and go. Clothes. Shoes. Jewelry. Like, small shit. 
and you would get it and go. I gave you 10 hours and say, you can get whatever you want for 10 hours. If you start buying houses, cars, things that mm. appreciate in value, property, land, <laughs> because you have more time. So you're able to go to the real, go to our realtor homies and be like, Hey, I need a house. Like whatever. I need a house over in, in that, in that neighborhood, the, the, the nice one. Yeah, I need that. Whatever's available. Cool. I got you. We can do this now. So, so but again, to the, to the sports analogy, sprinters and marathoners. So, for example, Flojo is a sprinter. Flojo was a sprinter. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman that, um, but there's also marathoners. But, so, Flojo would dust anybody in a hundred yards because that's what she do. It's a, it's a full-on sprint, and she can sprint with the fast. You tell Flojo to run a marathon. She's eventually going to lose because she's going to run out of gas because her body isn't, she doesn't know how to pace herself versus a marathoner. Oh, okay. Ouch, Calvin. Yeah, ouch, fucking Calvin. Ouch. Damn it. Shit. Okay. Got it. Ouch. (laughs) Heard you. So choosing chaos, it's not even about pacing yourself versus not pacing. It's about when you choose chaos every day, Whew. when you live in chaos every day, it's, it might be more fun on an individual day-to-day basis. Like, like yeah, going out, kicking it, being single, figuring out which girl I was going to talk to, figuring out which girl I was going to take this in a day-to-day. Yeah, that's exciting. But that is tiring because it's like, your body is just like, nigga. <laughs> your body, your bank account's like, nigga. Like, we went on three different dates with three different women, and you, and you tried to impress all of them. Nigga, did, are your bills paid yet, nigga? Listen. Versus, versus, phone steady. You choose peace every day. And maybe every single day isn't as exciting as the best days in chaos. But the worst days when you choose peace is way better than the worst days when you choose chaos. You feel me? And right. I think, and I think, and that is a sustainable long term model. Model is like I don't have to constantly rev up the engine. I can make the engine last longer. So remember, mm. remember when we would take your car to, to cabin season? Shout out to cabin season. Man, relax. And, hey, listen, I miss cabin season so motherfucking but, but he, bad, But hear bro. me. It's not, it's not just your car. It's, it was any of our cars. We would take them up, up through the mountains, them hills, them top and turns. fucked up. All that shit. Nigga, it, it, all of our cars was like... <sighs> you, we're not doing that shit in my next shit. I'm but, getting ready to buy a car here in a little bit. And let me tell y'all, mother, y'all greasy, dirty, bro. You old brother. Most people who disrespect you the worst are in your back seat, bro. Y'all but really were like Griselda. I was, I was up. never, in, I was never in your back seat because I couldn't fit. Because you was so, a big bro. Because Calvin, no, you were nah, bro. The people who hate you are sitting in your back seat, bro. The back seat is always filthy. That is, that is the actually very true. Filthy. And it's like <laughs> y'all be. <laughs> Just like, all I wanted to do fuck? was make sure we got there safely, bro. That's all nigga, I wanted to do was nigga, make sure we got there safely. Open bag of Cheetos, y'all fuck? really hate me, bro. But back no. to the point. No, let me finish the point. So when, we, when you, that that trip was three hours, but 
it was a heavy three hours because we was going up and down hills and shit trying to get in and out of the fucking woods. Your car was like exhausted versus how many times you make that make a three hour trip to insert city here. I ain't gonna put your business out there, but it's all interstate. Your Ooh. car, your car eats that. Like, cool. It's, it's, it's whatever. Because it's a low, it's a lower stress ride. It's smoother. It is highway versus mountain. You notice the difference when you try you when you drive your car three hours to go to cabin season versus when you drive your car three hours to go to redacted or bleeps or bloops or whoever. <laughs> Insert city here. When you drive that three hours, your car's like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'll definitely need some gas. We straight. Versus I need an oil change, a tire change, a rotation, a greens, beans, tomatoes, <laughs> all that shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Choosing chaos takes more out of you because it requires more of you. Choosing peace requires something of you but it's, and it's an active choice every day but the level of energy it requires differs very much greatly than choosing chaos that's my point but also but you're right but also what i've also known is that i think we think a little bit and this is honestly the the fucking capricorn you but you think way too black and white because you may not be re- ready for the responsibility of peace but you don't have to sit in chaos. You can just simply be until you're ready to take your next step. Shout out to Bandit. She gave me that one. And I sat on that because it resonates. That shit resonates. When I tell y'all, shit has been hitting me on a totally different plane, dog. It's wild. It's truly wild. I take shit in in such a way now that it's just like, I have to sit with things before I respond. Like, there was a time that, like, my baby daddy texted me and I, I had to, like, I need to give you two days. Two days. I'm all right. Two days. Because if I respond how I want to respond, I'm not going to get the results I need. And it's not manipulative, excuse me, manipulative, but it is like, dog, I need to make sure that what the fuck I'm finna say to you is exactly what I need to say. That's it's, it. Nothing more, nothing less. It's solution-oriented thinking versus process-oriented thinking. Yes. So, for example, yes. so for example, and this may not be the best example, but it's part of the reason that Game of Thrones got, got so fucked up. So George R.R. R. Martin, he is a process-oriented writer. So he writes from the beginning to the end, and he kind of just goes based off of what he thinks his characters are going to do in that moment, right? So he doesn't really write with an end in mind. He writes based off of the process that the characters are going through in that moment. D&D, a solution oriented writers meaning they write from end to beginning meaning that they know that they want their they want it to end like this they want it to end with whoop want it to end with whoop end with whoop so then they write in order for it to end like that the reason why game of thrones got so fucked up is because it was switched from a process oriented writer in George R. R. Martin, who wrote the first five and a half seasons of book material. And the solution-oriented writers in D&D, who then had to take over and get it to an endpoint that, that they thought made sense. So the difference here is, when you, when you move with an end goal in mind, you're like, look, here's what I need to say in order to get the result I'm looking for. It's not manipulative in the sense that you're not necessarily 
lying or trying to play mind games with individuals. But you, it's, it's knowing your personnel. You know if I say X, I'm not going to get Y because that person is going to shut down and is going to be talking to a brick wall. But, if I, but I know how I need to talk to you in order to you to understand where I'm coming from. We do this with each other all the time. Very times I know I'm like, you're not going to hear me right now because you're, you're just not in a mind space to hear what I'm saying. So instead of just ramming my head against the wall because I need you to hear me right now, I'm like, you know what? Cool. I'm going to wait until this person's in a mindset to hear what I need to say and, um, and so she can receive what I'm trying to give. Similarly, versus like, no, nah, I'm going to let, I'm going to let, no, nah, you're not sure they got me fucked up. Like, I'm going to let her know that she got me fucked up right now. Cool. Mm-hmm. You did that. Process. However, you didn't, you didn't do the math and now you are nowhere close to your intended reaction or your intended outcome because you had to let Shorty know immediately that you got her, that she got you fucked up. So now, yes, she is very possible. She had you fucked up. But delivery, tone, words mean things. You, 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 you put it, if you take time, especially in high leverage, high emotional, high stress situations, you take time to like, you know what? I'm going to step away right now. I'll, mm-hmm. I, and then you're, you don't have to lie to kick it. You can be honest. Like, I don't know how to verbalize, verbalize what I want to say. And I don't want to say the wrong thing. Because I, I want you to understand where I'm coming from in a, in a manner that I actually mean. And not necessarily what you take from this moment of frustration, this moment of stress. So That's all it I'm, is. That's literally all. I'm, I'm done. I've literally done. I've done that with beloved. I'm like, I don't know how to verbalize this right now, so I'm not dodging the conversation. I'm not ignoring you. I don't know how to verbalize this in a way that I can make it make sense. So mm-hmm. I, I'm asking for time until you allow me to verbalize in a way that makes sense. Again, communication. Communication is a bedrock of a lot of the shit. We sometimes try to skip that because it's like dribbling. Or it's like, it's like, it's like taking one step in front of the other, right? You, you do it so many times, you forget that you're doing it. But, when you, but you realize the moment you stop doing that. The moment you stop putting one foot in front of the other, that's when you trip and fall and bust your ass. Mm-hmm. But you, you're, so, you're so used to doing it, you don't, it's natural until you stop doing that. Same with communication. We communicate all the time. So we don't really think about what it means. But the moment we stop communicating, you trip and fall and bust your ass. Same thing as a client. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just a lot. And it feels, it's always going to feel like that for a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's just, woof. Calvin, you cut out. Are you still there? I'm here, baby girl. I'm here. No, it's like, Sometimes- I don't know. It sounds weird. I, I, I put myself. I put myself on mute sometimes when I'm drinking water because I don't want to drink water into the mic. Oh, you know what? You're a real nigga because I've been over here guzzling in wine. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I try to be. I try to be mindful. So I'm like, I'm drinking. Let me take a sip. Let me put myself on mute, or like, you know, if I just need to adjust myself so the mic don't go. <laughs> put myself on mute a little yeah, bit. I feel so like I don't. You, you, yeah, I fuck with that. A real nigga. <laughs> but yeah, that's just where I'm at. 
Like, just the responsibility of peace. Like, there is an obligation. And that's how I know some of y'all, like, you can't say you're protecting your peace and, and also matching energy. You can't serve two masters. You can't. You can't. Like, you have to pick. You have to say, okay, you know what? This is how I want to move. And to be honest with you, I'm sometimes I'm with all the bullshit. I know this has a complete opposite of peace. I know for a fact that if I if I respond, if I match this energy, that I am choosing to walk away from peace. You have to know that. But You're sometimes, sometimes chaos. you gotta be with the bullshit. You're choosing chaos. You gotta sometimes be with the bullshit though. So, and sometimes being with the bullshit maintains that boundary. Let me finish. Wait, I'm gonna make this point, Calvin, and you're gonna disagree with me. But sometimes when you set a boundary and the motherfucker tries to cross it, choosing peace sometimes says, you know what? I'm just not going to respond. I'm going to ignore it because it's not that big of a deal. But then sometimes it is that big of a fucking deal. And sometimes it is important to let a nigga know that, hell no. Nah. You got, listen, I'm going to be honest. I got some hard hell no. Hard hell no. I got some hell no's that be like, bro, nah, I'm not going. I'm not going. And the fact that you tried it knowing I'm not going means that you got me fucked up. And you got to check. I don't let too much bullshit fly. I can't. I'm not built like that. There's only so much. Turn the other cheek. Don't respond. And there's a couple times that I wish I'd have bit my tongue. I'm going to be honest. There's some consequences to this shit. I didn't say it we... Everything was, you get off scot-free. Nah, like, I've had to eat some shit. But, like, for real, there's some conversations, some things I wish I would have sat on, some responses I would have just ignored. There's some shit I really, truly wish I'd have just ate. But you didn't. So you got to live with that. When keeping it real goes wrong. So, like... So, so I know we're not watching Chappelle's show on Netflix, but we've all seen it before. You see those keep when when keeping it real goes wrong skits where where somebody could have tucked it, could have just could have just you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. But it was a boundary in their mind that was crossed, and so they chose chaos, and it backfired in their face. So again, understand with everything very very again the cap, the math the Capricorn in me. There's a calculus, there's a calculation in everything that goes down. Choosing peace, choosing chaos. You have to, you have to do that math and understand does the end justify the means? Does the positive outweigh the negatives? Does, does this justify the consequences of what's going to happen if I choose chaos? And then you make that decision. Again, I understand right. I don't necessarily agree with everything, but I understand that I understand the calculation. You got to choose, like, do I tuck it? Do I not tuck it? If I don't tuck it, here's what's going to happen. Is that worth me letting this person know? Or, again, and some, a lot of times it ain't, it's not even about what you say, it's about how you say it. And so it's like, do I need to try to format this in a way that comes off less combative? Do I want to be less combative? Should I just be combative? All of these things are things that should be going on in your head. It's a very quick transaction and thought process. Because at the end of the day, once you jump, once you jump off that ledge, nigga, ain't no, ain't, you jump, nigga, ain't no take back seat. You feel me? Like, once you, once you roll them dice, you can't be like, nah, fam, I'm good. Once you lay that spade, nigga, that floor is sticky. The spade is on the floor. Right. 
And if you and if you feel like and if you want to jump with the small joker and then someone come with the big joker, you can't pull back your small joker like, hey, hey, just kidding. Again, all of this comes into play. And when you play this type of game, the rewards are high. No, if cussing someone out didn't feel good, people wouldn't do it. If sex didn't feel good, Baby, people wouldn't have sex. Let me so tell I understand that. You no, let me let me finish because woo. because you're about to go. I understand that. We, you don't even have to give a testimonial. Our listeners understand. I understand. Cussing someone out, it's a, it, it feels good in the moment because you're, you're releasing something. Understood. Understandable. However, whenever there are usually consequences that come after that, you have to choose and have to decide, Do you want to, are you okay with whatever comes after this? Because I think a lot of times where people get fucked up, and this isn't necessarily a you thing or a me thing, people get fucked up because they want the enjoyment and then they don't want to sign up for the consequences that came with that. Like, yeah, yeah, bro, you wanted, you wanted to cuss. You wanted to cuss them out. I feel you, bro. But damn, you also just lost one of your homies. Or damn, now you're going to fight. Or damn, now you're beefing with the nigga. And now you don't, even, you don't even know the temperature whenever you see that nigga in the room. Or damn, yeah, you wanted to bust, you wanted to bust that nut, bro. I feel you. Like, that feels good, but damn, now you gotta pay for an abortion. Damn, you gotta pay, now you got a kid. Damn, you got. Are you ready for those consequences that come with your decisions? Hell nah. And if you're not, then make some different decisions. That's the key. <laughs> Yeah, don't you don't know. get to have your cake Mm-mm. and eat it too. You don't get to you don't get to cuss you know what's crazy, and then not get the results of saying cuss out. Like that's not how life. You want to know what's crazy? Anytime I left dick behind, I got better dick. I don't even I know what the fuck like I'm really afraid of. I feel <laughs> like that don't got shit to do with what I just said. But I'm a li- <laughs> like I feel like that ain't got shit to do with what I just said, madam. You supposed to not. <laughs> did we save this all back? Or did we just save us all back? Oh no, we both... didn't. No, we didn't. Oh no, we're not. I'm not I'm not having sex right now. That is absolutely the case. Nigga, like, you have until not... October 2021, according to my records. Oh. Exactly. Again. Again. Oh no, I words. didn't say it wasn't gonna whoop my ass. I didn't your say words. it was not gonna whoop my ass. Your words. I did not say it wasn't gonna whoop my ass. Your it absolutely words. is. It absolutely is. We just waiting to make sure that I get this next period to make sure I can keep my word. And like, yeah. But like, oh no. What, Nick? Mm. We're good. No, we're not. I doubled because back. You, Y'all know. Listen. You, cause, cause, we doubled back. Ma- we did ma- double ma- back. Ma- but we knew I ma- doubled madam, back. Madam. Madam. We know I did. We know we're I did. Sorry. So like, we gonna we're get, sorry. we gonna make sure this next period we're comes. Sorry. We gonna stop doing dumbass uh, shit. It's start. We good. Usa, Usa, down to day, down to day. And anyways, I just saw these badass boots. I want to. I, nigga, I'm about to put one of those badass boots up your ass because you don't listen. But anyways, duh. Just you know what, what's the next topic? Too, what's the next? What's the next topic? What's the next topic? Um, you want to do Megan's album review? Yes, <laughs> we're going to, and Megan's body, album. Yaddy, 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 I hate that. I hate that song so much. I hate that hook so much. I literally want to take it. 
I literally <laughs> want to take a knife and cut my ear every time I hook them at all. She couldn't come Baby. up with anything better. She couldn't come up with anything better. She got a whole team it's full of niggas. fire. Y'all are crazy. You I love what? that fucking song. That, that, I that hook is the worst shit in the world. Nigga, that hook is god awful. That, like, why? Just like why? Okay, fuck that song. Anyways, b- back to the whole album as a whole, right? First things first. I understand I am not Megan's target audience. Understood that. However, as a judger of music, I feel like I should be able to speak on that because if we're we can't. I think I mentioned this earlier, like a couple episodes ago. If we want to say that Megan is one of the best rappers out, no, no gender pronoun attached, no male, female, one of the best rappers out, people have to speak on it like that as well. It can't, we can't do that and then say when someone has legitimate music critiques and they just happen to have a penis that oh it's not for y'all anyway i don't know why y'all talking about it well both of those things cannot be true in the same universe we can't strive for megan strive for nikki strive for cardi strive for the rap girls to 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 be the best rappers out no male or female and then turn around and say well niggas can't comment on how the music sounds because this is for women that don't compute in my head. I may be in the minority, but that don't really make sense to me. So let's go. Let's go off top. So first and foremost, she start. She started off with the who shot you? The shots fired. I'm going. I'm trying to look. Fire. That was probably one of the better songs on that album to me. Uh, I'm Kelsey going for, need I'm her going for, ass whoop. Kelsey need her ass whoop for trying. Kelsey back. need her ass whoop. Kelsey need her ass whoop. Period. I pray to God that Megan's circle is so tight right now. Like, them motherfuckers are like ironclad. They ride or, or die. Like, I will bro, say this. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard a lot. Because that is some weak bitch ass shit. I've heard a lot. And maybe it's because being on Clubhouse, I've, I've got to talking to niggas who like know more shit that isn't really public knowledge. But I pray for me- Megan's mental health. The reason why. It's because right now it's a it's a it's a battle between the label rock and the management company Rock Nation protecting their investment versus Megan kicking it wrong with her day one niggas because a lot of her day one niggas are no longer around. So whenever right. whenever you're being treated like an investment, which Megan is. Feelings about this album aside, Megan is an investment. People want to see a return on their investment. So when you're being treated as an investment, it can be a little dehumanizing. So I understand. I hope that Megan is dealing with that and working through that. Ooh, sorry. Working through that in a way that's productive. Now, back to the album. So shots fired in circles. She started off really strong. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to eat my words. Like, I'm going to have to eat my words, because especially because I, li- I don't listen to albums. Like, I don't listen to the popular albums when they first come out, like, that night, because the Tate L 
the the album will drop at midnight, and by twelve twenty five, niggas will be already saying it's classic or it's trash. And I'm just like, wait, how did how you didn't even listen? How anyway? So, but I'm here. I'm seeing the I'm seeing the responses. I'm seeing the girlies go up for it. Whoop de whoop de whoop. I'm saying, all right, cool. I'm I I clearly hear about the shot fire track because that's oh okay cool. She's she. I can't be mad at Megan using the opening track of her album to address Tori's album. I can't be mad at that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though who shot you is generally for the person who shot you instead of getting shot. But you know what? Minor liberties. Cool. You got that. Circles came out. Cool. Fuck with that track. She got the little sample going. I I Circles was fire. She got the little sample going. Cool. Hey. Work that. Wait a minute. First of all, can we give it up for everybody who cleared the samples for Megan, bro? Y'all make, listen. This was a very this is this is this was a very this this was a very expensive album, expensive sounding. This was absolutely expensive album because you can hear it. And to be honest with you, shout out to everybody who cleared them samples. Getting samples cleared is not easy. So 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 you got that you got that. Then honestly, here's a hot take. Megan is just the female the baby. That's a hot take. They, they girl, what? Uh, and listen, <laughs> and here's why. Both of them, they, I think that's also part of the reason they work so well together, music that, musically, is that they rap very similarly. Like they rap very much alike. <laughs> they both, they, they both kind of have that one standard <laughs> flow that they do. Calvin, what? But, if I'm dead ass serious, like I'm not, I'm not trolling here. I am not trolling. Like I, I, I initially did this just to troll you, but then I thought about it. And so they coming what? So listen, okay. They both got that one flow that they do. You, you can tell when Megan's on a song before you even know it's Megan because of how she rides. Am I wrong? Okay, hear me out. Am I wrong? The day that you said Megan right. Wait, so, the day that you say Megan raps like Curtis Blow, I love I can't even take credit for that because someone told me that and I couldn't unhear it. I can't even I take credit for that. hollered, bro. Oh, a hip, 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 don't stop. <laughs> and, then, and then you sound like, you know these niggas be fucking with me. And guess what? On another note, and guess what? Guess- you want to know what lives rent free? Wait, you want to know what lives rent free in my head, Calvin? It's completely random. Hey, you remember when Jade said that I laughed like Count Chocula? <laughs> <laughs> this edible beating your ass is beating your ass right now. <laughs> kicking my ass bro anyways <laughs> back to the back to the point so the baby got that same flow that he do the little right that look that that little flow everybody know he, that the little flow so they got they both have a one singular flow they rap really alike and they like musically they 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 kind of both of them kind of need a little bit of better production on some of the shit like i want I want listen. If if the baby keep making the same song with Jetson, made another one. No, you make the same one over and over again. 
Um, and Megan, I just want her to be freed from Lil' Jew on the beats. Beats. Um, but, so, okay, so she starts off strong. You know what I'm saying? But do it on the tip with the City Girls first time. I'm, that's not for me. I, I, I can't even speak on that. But then... Baby, I'm fucked with it. But then you start Sugar Baby, eh, movie, eh. So that's a little dark. Game. Hey, movie was the well, wait, wait a minute. Wait a goddamn, wait a goddamn minute, Calvin. First of all, movie was hey, made little dark slid. Listen, shout out to Little Dirk Slid. Shout out to Lil Dirk. Girl, you about to break the goddamn mic. Shout out to Lil Dirk. Because Lil Dirk been on everything this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody got Lil Dirk on this shit. So shout out to Dirk. Uh, also, prayers to Dirk. You know what I'm saying? He's still, he's still on for a lot of law. But Okay, I think my problem with a lot of these songs is Megan don't know how to write a hook. And that's okay. Because a lot of rappers don't know how to write a hook. Jay-Z, one of the greatest rappers of all time, my personal GOAT, he sometimes struggles with writing hooks. You know the difference is? Jay-Z knows that he, he hires out. And he gets someone else to do the hooks. He gets a singer to come and do the hooks. It may be a sample to come and do the hooks. Whatever the case might be. Megan needs to hire someone like Esther Dean. Or work with an Esther Dean. Or work with a, a, a Dream or Tricky Stewart. Because... Baby, what is Tweet? Listen, what is Tweet doing? That baby Missy, is a queen. Maybe, maybe see, maybe you could work with Missy because Megan can rap. She can put words together very well, and and she can rap them pretty good. It's but the difference between being a rapper and then being an artist is making songs, and I think. That is the next step for Megan. And I think a lot of these songs struggled in that aspect. And I think she also needs better production on some of these songs. Like, imagine Megan with, like, Metro Boomin or Mike Will. Man, what? Or... Or she wants to really get on her on her like her pop bag. Imagine Megan with a Missy, a Timbaland, um, a Dream and Tricky. Like imagine that. You feel me? Like because Megan, okay, Megan's star power right now is outpacing the actual music. Megan's a star. She's on Spotify commercials. She's uh, rapping on SNL, don't she's a star. The music now has to eventually match that. She sold ninety five the first week, which it, which I was a little surprised at. I thought it was going to be a little higher, but I'm not here to crochet because I can't sell ninety five. You feel me? But with the money that they put into the album, sample wise, and the notoriety and the rollout that they're trying to do. You, you, you kind of expect a little bit more. And maybe some of that is, you know, you can't, you can't really tour right now. You can't, you can't, you know, move on that shit. And also her biggest song of the year, WAP, isn't technically her song. It's Cardi's. You feel me? Like she couldn't put WAP on her shit because it was technically Cardi shit. 
And let me tell you how Megan washed Cardi, but we knew that. But we knew that. That's it's almost unfair because Megan's supposed to wash Cardi. Cardi don't gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. What? Your honor, I'm a freak with handcuffs, leashes, switch my hand, make it feel like he cheated. Bitch, what? I wanted to go take my bald-headed ass down to the gallery right now, bro. What? Bitch, I want a wig so bad now. <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> Anyways, madam. Um, but that's Cardi's song. And I think the thing with Cardi is she is the number one priority at Atlantic. And Cardi has such a team around her. She's um, at this point, she's almost too big to fail. Because there are so many working parts and so many moving parts anytime Cardi makes a set. Like, think about the rollout for WAP. I thought an album was coming. I thought, like, I was like, oh, Cardi dropping a whole album. It's lit. Oh, it's ready. It's up. It's a single. Cardi's rollout for WAP and all the stuff with WAP as a single is actually mm-hmm. probably more than what Megan did for the actual album. Like, mm-hmm. and so I think going forward for Megan, I think she needs to, A, make sure her personal life is in order. You can't, ma'am, stop chewing with your loud ass. God damn. My bad. I don't like you today. Um, but she needs to <laughs> make sure that everything in her personal life works is working around her now like your friends your 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 peers like make sure you're surrounding yourself with good people making sure you're not getting your people into into certain situations like that's the first thing right like your healing isn't linear and it's not linear for her either she lost her grandmother and her mother and she just went through a traumatic experience all very much close together Again, she's also dealing with the same pandemic stress that we're all dealing with. So, like, again, understand that. That's the first thing. Secondly, I need her to diversify her production. I need her to go get, like, go get some different type of beats. Like, that aren't, I, I understand, like, Lil' Jew Made It is, like, your nigga, like, platonically speaking. Leave him be for a minute. You feel me? Go, go explore. There's, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of producers who are waiting to work with Megan. Just waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of artists waiting to work with Megan. Could you imagine, like, Megan and 21 Savage on a song together? Oh, my God. I'd be shaking so much ass. You, I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie to you. Mr. Right Now is my shit at the like moment. You could, could, could you imagine That's that? That's actually like, my shit. Could you imagine? I know, I know people feel some type of way about Drake, but you could you imagine a Drake and Megan Thee Stallion record? I would love a Drake and Megan Thee Stallion record. You feel me? Like, I would love that. There, there are. Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! What are people's issues with Drake? Pe- people think he corny. That's what right. that nigga do now. They just think he corny. It's... He is a cornball. But, it, but, but that nigga know, makes great music. It, it, Drake is the 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 literal thesis of people. Will, will like you until you become popular and then they will hate you. Like, Drake has been the same Drake since he became Drake. He has not changed. It is just with a more popular 
he became, it's, um, it also becomes cooler to hate on you because there's a certain subsection of the culture that feels like they need to hate on something just because other people like it. Because that, they feel like that makes them an interesting person. New slash, spoiler right. alert, it doesn't. But that's the point. So a Drake, a, a Drake and Megan Fine record, a 21 and Megan record. Listen, Megan still can rap with all of the rap girlies. Like a Megan and Flo Millie, Megan and Young and May, Megan and F- Missy, you name it. Like literally, there's so many different options for her. I don't want her to pigeonhole, pigeonhole herself into a certain box because she feels like she needs to be in that box. And one side note, Kelsey Nicole, I want you to never, ever, 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 ever think about rapping on a song, a beat in church, in the backseat of your car. Again, I need you to understand your lane, baby girl. And you may have very valid issues with Megan. You don't need to rap them at all because you can't rap at all. Not a lick. Not a... You rap like how Heath let... You rap like how Phoenix's Joker tells jokes. You rap how a a cruise ship turns in the ocean very slowly very awkwardly (laughs) and half the time I'm wondering are you about to crash so from me to you please stop thank you yeah nah that was some weak bitch ass shit that was weak Calvin what's the next topic actually that's my job ain't it hold on (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> that is it. Do you want to talk about the you know, undoing? I do. I do. Do we have time? We have, listen, we have time, baby girl. We have time. All right. So the undoing on HBO. First of all, Nicole Kidman is my bitch. She going to play a white woman. Hands she? down. She going to tell you a white woman. Nicole Kidman going to play a white woman, baby. <laughs> listen, somebody needs to get Charlize Theron on the phone and let her know this is a white woman, baby. Listen, listen. I know Scarlett Johansson will play the fuck out of a nigga, won't she? But but really, the the, the, the key white people battle is Nicole Kidman versus Reese Witherspoon. That is the white... Reese Witherspoon is going to play a racist. She ain't going to play a racist that says, listen, Reese Witherspoon is going to play the type of white woman that's going to say, listen, I would have voted for Obama for a third term. No, no, listen. The right answer was Elizabeth Warren. Reese Reese Witherspoon is definitely going to play the type of white woman that's like, I'm sorry, but we just don't let that type of girl in the Kappa Kappa Gamma. You know, we have... Listen, no, Reese Witherspoon is going to play the... Listen, Reese Witherspoon is going to tell you, baby, I am so sorry and I understand, but the cops have already been called. <laughs> that, that is Reese Witherspoon, baby. You're going to jail, <laughs> bucko. You that. You're going to jail, bucko, okay? Listen, Reese Witherspoon is the captain, like, she is the PTA president. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nicole Kidman, her husband whooping her ass. <laughs> but but her husband Kidman, also catches no. her out. He, yeah, her every, every time, rich. every time, every time, every time my husband beat her, he he just buy her like a country. You know, <laughs> he 
he bought her like the color yeah. blue. Like, like, Listen, hey, baby, you you Nicole own Kidman's yellow now. Husband gonna wash her out, baby. Yes, I love me Nicole Kidman. You want to know my second like my and you know what? In in this order, my three favorite white women actresses. No, actually, I'm gonna give you a top five, Calvin. Why not? Fuck it. It's a lot we, of it's a lot of praise. For my top five. It is, but like, bro, these white women are like y'all gonna feel me though, okay? My favorite white women have to be obviously Nicole Kidman, Sarah Paulson, Kathy Bates, bro. You cannot tell me Kathy Bates ain't a motherfucking actress, bro. Kathy Bates gonna give you some shit, bro. Period. Meryl Streep and Julia Roberts, bro. I love them white hoes. I was about to say your list. Your, bitches, your list bro. is invalid if you don't have Meryl Streep on there. I was about to. I was about to blame your entire list, bro. Up. Meryl Streep, bro. Period. Period. Meryl Streep is that bitch. Anyway, uh-uh. so the undoing. So the undoing. Undoing is a limited series on HBO. Um, it has opened and closed. So if you haven't watched it yet, these are spoilers. Spoilers are coming. So please fast forward. Yes, trigger warning. Please fast yep, forward. Yep. I ain't getting cussed it. out this week. Anyway, so it's about a family. Um, my mom, dad, kid, OG grandfather who's like owns like half of fucking Australia or some shit, whatever. And so what happens? They're on this very exclusive school, right? Exclusive school. And... Nicole Nicole Kidman's character. It's like basically Nicole Kidman's character, Grace. You're rich. You're rich, white, white preppy school. Like they got to pay fifty thousand a it's year. It's in New York, okay. Yeah. You were talking about Upper Manhattan, like up the Upper East Side of New York. You're talking about affluent, white, rich, long money having motherfuckers. Like they go to the Hamptons You're talking to me for about the summer. That kind of lifestyle. They go to the Hamptons for the summer. Yeah, like they listen. They're so well connected. Like it's money got gray hair type. Like, this is long money shit. Yeah. You talking about them type of niggas. Nicole Kidman's father is my nigga. I'd have done everything he did. Go and ahead, Calvin. So, in this affluent school, um, Nicole Kidman befriends uh, a Latina woman who her son got a scholarship, right? Her son got a scholarship to go. He befriends the, the woman after the other rich white woman was kind of talking shit because she was breastfeeding at the uh, table. Man, what? what? I would use, I, I would use friend very loosely here. Be friend. I said be very, friend. Very, very loosely. Be friend. Okay. Anyways. I was just saying, I would use that loosely. Anyways. So. She takes notice of the girl. She's breastfeeding on the table. Other white woman or, you know, aghast and then she runs into this white woman again at the gym and eventually at the like charity where like this latina woman ends up kissing nicole Kidman's character you know real lesbian erotica shit real weird real hot girl shit no ma'am <laughs> shut the fuck up anyways so then newsflash <laughs> this bitch dies Shorty dies. Shorty she gets, dies, bro. Shorty gets pummeled a lot of times. And her son's finds her. So then, so then everyone's like, you know, it turns into a whodunit. So then we find out that Jonathan, the dad, has gone AWOL. He's not, he's not at the medical mm-hmm. conference where we think this nigga is. So he go AWOL. So everybody's like, fuck, fuck. 
looking a little spooky. Looking look looking a little spooky in walking a wall. Listen, one plus one, one plus one started equaling two. And while he's a wall, like revelations come to life. And like he was fired from his job like three months ago on some like sexual sexual harassment shit. And mind you, he's been acting like he's been going to work every day. And he left. He even left the little dinner shit because he said he had a patient. He came in, made Nicole Kidman's character Grace feel like she lost. He lost the patient and let him fuck a sympathy fuck. It was really weird. Anyway, so we find out that not only it was but, weird. Not only Buddy has lost his job. He went to he Buddy went to to to, to Grace's daddy asked for five hundred racks, asked for a half a ticket that he just he just gave mm-hmm. away like candy because you know he got money like that. You know what I mean? So then comes to find out that the woman that he was. The patient that he was having, you know, the, the, the issues with was the son of the woman who just got killed. Oh, shit. Everybody start mm-hmm. putting two and two together and start equaling four. Also, this nigga left his phone. So he's AWOL. Oh, shit. whoop de whoop whoop Come to find out, he come back to try to explain his innocence. They call, get him, you know, arrest him, charge him. And now we go to trial. Of course, these rich-ass white people hire a black woman to clean up their shit because, of course, they do. So this black woman played her character well. Name's Haley. Haley come in, start laying down. Like, look, nigga, you look guilty. But we can we ain't gotta prove that you're innocent. We just gotta make you think, hey, maybe he didn't do it. So they go on a rampage, throwing out the husband as as a possible, you know, suspect, throwing out Grace as a possible suspect. This is a classic who does it. Like literally every episode ends on, oh shit, maybe someone else did it, right? Because the obvious answer is Jonathan, because he's the one that's in jail for it. And every every episode was like, oh no, man. Grace was out here walking right by the right by the shit at the at, right after the murder. Oh shit, the son Henry, I think his name is. Oh shit, why does he have this hammer? That's the murder weapon. Oh shit, what's going on? This the, the husband. He he apparently beats this woman every now and then. Oh shit, all of this stuff goes on, and so it gets to the end. You know they're going through the entire trial. You know. It, Ups and downs, and it actually looks like they might, they might get them, they might get this nigga Jonathan off. And need one final testimony though. Mm-hmm. So the Grace comes in, hollers at him, like, "I'll, I'll testify, like I'll, I'll, I'll tell the truth." Now this is after they find the little the murder weapon at the beach house in um, Henry's little, little 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 closet, and Grace is like, "Henry, I need you to explain this shit right now." Henry's like, I found this on, you know what I'm saying, the, the, little, the, the little fireplace. You know what I mean? I found it. I watched it through the, you know, the, 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 the wash, washer twice because, you know, trying to help my dad out. Dad comes like, maybe Henry did it because, you know, Henry saw the little extramarital affair at school. Maybe he did it. Whoop de whoop. That set off Grace's white woman superpowers. So Grace then goes yep. on stand. Grace immediately. Grace then goes on stand. And the defense calls her because they think Grace is going to exonerate Jonathan. She tell him, she tell, she go on the script, you know, say he's a good man, say he has empathy, all this shit. And then they get cross-examined by the prosecution. Prosecution. Prosecution starts hammering Grace with like all these questions that she done told her homegirl, who's like friends with the prosecutor, but also that's her homegirl, about all the shit that she said to him. All the shit she said to her, like, in phone conversations about, like, this man apparently killed his whole ass sister. 
and was like, didn't feel nothing about it because he's a psychopath. All types of shit. So she starts, she starts asking these questions. And again, Grace can't lie, so she's giving, giving the answers up. Making Jonathan look terrible. And like, Haley, the black girl's like, objection, objection, hearsay, hearsay. Judge is like, fuck you, motherfucker. And just lets her keep answering. So then, that comes in. <laughs> it doesn't go well at all. Because, you know, they basically paint this nigga John as a psychopath. And then the realization... He comes. was a psychopath. He is. Then the realization comes upon Haley and Jonathan that Grace did this shit on purpose because she that's when she figured out that he actually did it is when he tried to blame the son for the murder. So she got brought up by the defense. So that way the defense can't claim spouse privilege because you brought her up here. Puts, put, put, puts, him, puts my man in the gulag. He feeling the heat. So he run off of Henry in the most slow, weirdest kidnapping scene I think I've ever saw on, on, on television. These motherfuckers are so rich, they hop into a helicopter and follow the chase. Yes. And this is how we knew white privilege was a thing. This man, Jonathan, has an 11-year-old and I think a gun. And is, and, is, and is looking like he's about to take him and his son off the bridge. How many shots do you think they fired? Not a goddamn one, bruh. I was waiting. And I don't know why, because I knew better. They weren't about to kill that nigga. He's rich and white. But, but, but we knew. What? We know, fam. We could, <laughs> they would have shot him and the kid if they, if they were some niggas. And, 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 and the fucking kid. And the mama, because the mama was and running. And the baby. So, so baby. it comes to find out that the big final twist in the undoing was that there's no twist. It looked like Jonathan the entire time, and we were so thinking about it might not be that nigga, that they twisted us. I was like, nah, it's that nigga. And I don't know how I feel about it because, I mean, yeah, like, you, 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 you twisted us, but not twisting us, but also, like, damn, for real, nigga? It, it felt like great sex that you just couldn't come at the end. It's like, we going it, we doing it, we doing it. Ah, I lost oh, it. God. I lost it. Damn. Like, like you, like, when, when a motherfucker doing whatever you need him to do, she doing whatever you need her to do, and she just stop right at the, right where you about to get. You like motherfucker! I told you don't stop. And what your dumb ass do? Stop! I don't give a fuck if you if you catch up as Charlie Horse. Fuck through it. We'll deal with that Charlie Horse later, nigga. <laughs> I mean, period. So that was my that was the undoing. It was a good show. It was a good show. HBO is really, really good. I loved it. HBO is really, really good at these limited theories, rich white people, rich white peopling type shit. But also, HBO Max is about to get movies the entire fuck out of here. So, in the- let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Because The Undoing could have absolutely been a fucking movie, and it would have been a phenomenal movie. It would have been honestly. It, they could have the they could have edited some parts. But, they could edit some parts out and, and and brought it down to like two and a half hours of straight. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of fluff, but I get it because it's a series. You can go there. You can do that. That's the same way I felt about Succession. Succession was phenomenal, but there was a lot I, I, of fluff. Yeah, I, Succession I gotta watch could that. have also I, been a movie. I gotta watch that. Succession could have absolutely been a movie, but I get why it was a series. Right. But with the undoing, 
because of the way movie theaters are going, because people don't get the movie theater experience, it's not the same. Did you know that a Cine Bistro, you can rent out the theater for $100? I, I literally just said it earlier in this podcast, ma'am. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. So, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck I plan on doing. I'm going to take me, the kids, maybe a couple other people. And they Y'all kids. have a blast. Like, <laughs> me and, they kids. and you, your As mom and your cousin, too. What's crazy? Me and my ex, all right, so this is the bullshit, right? Me and my ex, me and his best friend, me and her are very close. And both, we have both have a son at the same age. And of course, our kids have met. Of course, they have. They've been asking about each other. I bumped into her. And she, of course, she was just like, yeah, we're all done. Ain't got shit to do with me. Our kids are cool. So our kids will probably still hang out. It ain't even got nothing to do about him. I'm absolutely going to rent out a theater and let her kid come. Yeah. Absolutely. So here's why. This is important. So HBO Max, um, Warner Media is part, partly owns HBO Max, right? So HBO Max and Warner Media announced um, last week that um, they say it's only going to be 2021. We gonna see, but for 2021, all the big major releases for Warner Media are all the day it releases in the theaters for a month, it's also going to release on HBO Max the same exact day. So, like, for example, the new Wonder Woman, um, the new Space Jam, um, Mortal Kombat movie, all of the big Warner Media releases are going, the moment it goes to theaters is also going to go to HBO Max for a month before we take it off. So, you know, I know you don't spend money on on movie dates. So the average movie day costs. Hell no. Nah. I, I know you. It's it, not like two hundred dollars. Ma'am, shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> so the average movie day. I I don't like you today. The average movie today <laughs> is it's like twenty for tick. It's like twenty for tickets, and that's if you get a good deal. It's probably closer to thirty for tickets. If you if if you got a bougie chick who don't want to sneak the back sneak the snacks in her big purse, got to buy concessions, which is another twenty. And you know you got gas, you got to make sure you get to the theater on time, all that shit. So it's probably like a fifty sixty dollar day, depending on you know she 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 don't want to go on Tuesday because she's too good for Tuesday. Like I ain't no five dollar holiday bitch. Yes, you are. Um, it's, I really it's it's ghetto to sneak sneak snacks in your purse. You're not the girl for me. Um. It ain't ghetto, baby. Because listen, let me tell you, I have absolutely snuck red lobster into the Fam, I snuck, I snuck, I snuck. <laughs> Wingstop. Ooh. I snuck. Baby, uh, I didn't got snuck, some shit I in the theater. I snuck Penn baby. Station. <laughs> liquor. Um. Oh, liquor is easy. When we went to go see it, what was that? Infinity War. What was that? Oh uh, yeah. I put wine and water bottles. We were in that bitch. Well, Don't play with me. Yeah. So like, if you're too good to sneak snacks into the movie theaters with me, this ain't my problem now. But if you're too good to sneak snacks into the movie theaters with me, you are not for me. Like clearly, we have different values in life. If you are too good to sneak to get your big purse, <laughs> sneak some snacks. In the movie theater. If I tell you, babe, before we before we go to the movie theater, let, let me stop at this. Let me stop at a uh, BP. Let me stop at the corner, you know, corner store and get us some snacks. If you look at me like I'm crazy, uh, I can tell you this is this gonna be the last day we go on. Anyway, so 
So average movie <laughs> date, let's say between forty and fifty to sixty dollars, depending on if you want IMAX, depending on some other shit. Versus, and that's one movie. Versus, at the most, fifteen dollars because that's the, that's what you pay for a month for HBO Max. The movie theaters, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting this is getting spooky because we definitely know they're not going to be the first. Disney on Disney Plus. <laughs> you think they might? You think with the way movie theaters going, Disney got all the all the IP, got all the intellectual property. Imagine the next Marvel movie coming out on Disney Plus same time as it comes out in the movie theater. You mean I can watch? I can watch it from the comfort of my own home in my pajamas, bundled up, and not have to leave my house. All right. Cool. Listen, you know Netflix. Netflix. That, that brother's starving. He gonna figure out any way to 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 to, to get that nigga is starving. If, if, if you ain't got, if you broke, baby, just say that. Why you keep raising the prices? Um. So Listen, you Netflix gonna partner back? You gotta back. pay Monique. Just say that. Hulu is partly owned by Fox, partly owned by Disney. So this is very much a template for what shit could really be like in the future. And like, yeah, I know it's like the experience of like going to a movie theater. Like, I used to love going to movies alone because I don't be liking niggas. I used to, and I think I think it's part of the reason that this pandemic fucks with me is because I used to I used to be the nigga. Like, if I'm out somewhere up north or out east, I'll go. I'll look up a restaurant and go sit and go sit in there by myself and try a new restaurant because I'm out east. I don't feel like driving back on an empty stomach. Or I back when I had to work downtown and and and, and drive forty five minutes north every day after work. I I used to love on Tuesdays. Let me go see this five dollar holiday. You know, by myself to you know, you know, pass the time. You know what I mean? Let me go. Let me listen. If there's a movie I want to see and y'all niggas ain't really with the up and up and the tickets about to sell, I would go by myself. I'll go. I'm going to concerts by myself. By myself. I'm going to concerts by myself. And yeah, part of that smell privilege because. I'm not as scared that someone's going to take advantage of me if I go to a concert by myself. But I will absolutely... I'm so glad you said that shit because, listen, let me tell you something. Male privilege about real as fuck because there's a lot of shit that I want to do. I want to travel internationally by myself so bad, but I am petrified of getting kidnapped. Petrified. And, 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 so, no, and, and I'll take a local and, trip. And you can't sneak Vatuli on the plane. They, they will catch you. And you know I can't. The other part about that is, like, I only visit states that I've already visited to by myself. So, like, and that sucks for me because I've also been, like, a support system where there's somebody out there I know or something like that. Like, I don't, man, it sucks. Because there's so much shit I would love to just do by myself. And had we not been in a pandemic, I would have taken a couple trips right now to help me get over this breakup. I wouldn't even be here right now. Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm supposed to be in Atlanta right now. Like, I'm supposed to be just getting back from Atlanta right now. I had to cancel that trip because, honestly, I, being inside of a strip club in the middle of a pandemic is wild to me. That, just not smart decisions being made by the majority of Atlanta people. I'll, we'll get I that hope, later. I hope y'all niggas like, like, vote on, <laughs> on January 5th. Like, please, please vote. Anyway. Please vote. Um, but, yeah, so, like, this is a very big deal because once the... Once the, the streaming services already got cable in the choco, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, like, cancel my cable subscriptions. Spectrum is so goddamn awful. Like, fam, I tried to cancel them niggas. You know them niggas said... I literally called was like, hey, like, just just put me on the internet-only plan, bro. Like, just just go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? Like, Man, that's exactly what I'm finna but, do. But, 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 wait, there's more. 
But you know them niggas told me no. Like literally, they was what? Literally, they were like, so they was like, well, you're in the middle of a cycle right now. So like, if we do cancel it today, you know what I'm saying? You still you're still going to pay for it until the end of the cycle. And I was like, can't you just put a notice on it? And then at the end of a cycle, just cancel me. They was like, no, you got to actually call back in and like restart this whole process. I'm like, what? You mean to tell me that you in your little computer <laughs> can't put a note that say, hey, this nigga wants to stop service on the 29th and just go about it? You mean I have to then redo all of this on the 29th and you can't? <laughs> that nigga, <laughs> them niggas said jump in, jump out. Fam. <laughs> Introduce yourself. I, I felt, listen, I felt so bad because it was a black woman telling me this shit, and I was like, I was like, baby girl, I'm not mad at you, so because I, I know this is you're just this is not your fault, and I know you're just doing policy, but you gotta understand how baby. you gotta understand how stupid this is, right? Like you have to understand how getting out of somebody's child track sounds like jail time, fam. Like you have like, to literally listen, three, three to guys, like. Nigga, free me. Nigga, like, the fuck you talking about? Like, I was literally like, baby girl, you know how, you know, like, I know this is not your fault, baby girl. So, like, I'm trying not to be mad at you because I know this ain't your fault, but you know, you realize this is stupid, right? You, you realize this is dumb as hell. And she's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, anything else I can do to help you? I was like, no, because you won't do one thing you can to help me. I, I was like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I started talking to myself, like, it's not her fault. It's not her fault at all. No, it's, she's just doing her job. You know, she in the pandemic. Like you. I'm gonna be honest with you. As somebody who used to, as an answering phone ass bitch, let me tell you something. Hearing that it was not my fault did not make me feel better. And here's the thing. It did not. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to do that. If I don't cuss you out, like I'm trying to be, I'm trying to remind myself, like, you know, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your. Do you ever go through random thoughts? Extremely random thoughts. Extremely random. But have you ever gone through like your Instagram story views and realized that there are some people watching your story that have absolutely no business? Nope, because I choose peace. <laughs> <laughs> Bow. Full circle moment. Bow. Bro. And on that Full note, um, I want to end with I want to make sure I do this um, because if I because okay. I don't want to forget. Um, rest in power. Rest in peace to Natalie yes. Desolate. Is that you pronounce her name? Yes. Rest in peace to Natalie Desolate. Um, you know what I'm saying? She was in How to Be a Player, Babs, Eve, Dia Movies. Um, just really like she was in some cultural classics. Um, and she lost her lost her she didn't lose her battle with cancer. She has transitioned on to the next period of her life at the age of fifty-three due to cancer. Um, I reason why I say you don't lose your battle to cancer because you don't, if you fight and you live and you push on and you work for it and you just tr- do your best every single day, you win. Like, a can- cancer may eventually take your life, but it didn't take your spirit. So, right. rest in peace to, 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 the, to the cultural icon and, like, um, just... Boop, yeah! Just, just the... Honestly, my favorite part, my favorite character of her wasn't even Babs. It was when she played in How to, How to Be a Player. Like, when she was just the, the, the yes. sister who was just, like, cock locking. I was just like, you know what I mean? Like, so she just rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, and, as, and as always, fuck cancer. Cancer can go fuck itself. And 2020 ain't letting up. But I wanted to make sure 
because as she's been in some things that really for the both of us are cultural classics, I wanted to make sure we said that on air because as she did, she did transition today before we recorded. So I wanted to make sure I said that. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, I hate that um, I even have to go here, but rest in peace and also justice for Casey Goodson. Um, I am numb, honestly. It, 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 didn't, it didn't, and I, the reason why I wanted to kind of avoid talking about it because I didn't want to seem insensitive because it, um, it almost didn't right. register immediately. It really, it, didn't it, just, register. it was just like, it just... It has not registered yet. It, and you know what's crazy is that I think because my body is so used to consuming, it's like building a tolerance. If you're a drinker, the first time you got drunk, you'll never get drunk like that ever again. Because your body starts building up a tolerance for liquor. It starts being able to accept it. It's like getting, it's like smoking. Bro, I'm a functioning smoker now. Like, I can smoke my weed and go about my day just fine. As a matter of fact, like, I'm going to probably take another couple bites of my edible and start cleaning my house. Like, I can function and do, like, my vices. I hate the fact that I can compare that to consuming black loss and black tragedy and black death. Like, this shit is not, it's not hitting me. And I'm scared because that does not mean that his life is not still valued. It doesn't mean that we didn't lose somebody who meant something to us. That fucking sucks. It sucks. It's... it's, 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 heavy. it's, so real yeah, quick, go ahead, go ahead, because, real quick, Casey Goodson Jr. was 23 a 23 year old black man who was marked, 23 year old black man was murdered by the U.S. Marshals Task Force on December 4th. His devastated mother stated police shot him in the back three times through the door. According to his family, he was returning from a dentist appointment with a subway sandwich, his mask and his keys in his hand, and was shot as he entered. The U.S. Marshal for the Southern District of Ohio, Peter Tobin, has confirmed that Casey was not the fugitive they were looking for and yet still states that he believes the shooting was justified. They claim that he was driving down the street waving a gun and at some point after, the deputy confronted him and it went badly. That is the official statement. Now, I will take it from here. Yep. <laughs> In my Bernie Mac voice. America, this is some bullshit, y'all. This is some bullshit. Okay, so, so let's think logically here, right? First and foremost, Ohio is an open carry state, meaning you have to have a license to conceal your weapon. You can have it out in the open with no license. First and foremost, so having a gun, even if he did have it, is not a, not a crime. Secondly, me and you, I like to consider ourselves experts on niggas. Now, at any point in your natural born life, have you seen a nigga ride past a U.S. Marshal's police car and wave his gun at them while driving past? Hell nah. Okay. Third. So, you say you have a confrontation and it went badly. At no point did you mention that this man allegedly tried to shoot you, pull out the gun to try to shoot you, anything of that nature. You just said it had a conversation and went badly. So even if we 
even if we take the leap of faith that the first two points are correct, you never say that this, that this man threatened to kill you. And, third, and, and finally, even if all of those points are correct, You losing your life should not be a punishment for for not complying to the police, right? Like, yes. even if all of those things are true, like, and 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 the and the statement is like, well, why didn't he just comply? Why didn't he just why why didn't he why did he resist arrest? Even if all of that was true, the punishment for resisting arrest or not complying shouldn't be death. Especially right. and very much importantly, when we see all the time with non-black people that you guys can do that, <laughs> that you guys can definitely subdue right. someone without killing. We see that all the time. We see it in drunk riots against COVID nineteen protocols. We see that you guys can do it without hurting or killing someone. Yet it seems that you guys choose not to do so when it comes to us. But all of those things don't even sound like the truth. They're, the, the man was coming home from a death disappointment and with some food. Like, I know when I leave the dentist, matter of fact, I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. This could very well be me. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. I leave the dentist, my mouth is probably a little sore because they just like, scrape and they, they dig and they pull and they drill and do all of that. I'm not really in a talking mood. I'm probably tired. I probably want to eat my little food, go to sleep because my mouth hurts. You know what I'm not trying to do? Get into a heated argument. Talk. Get into a heated argument with a law enforcement official. So, especially, one, I don't know. Two, I'm trying to go to my mama's house. All types of things. So, but the, 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 real, the real tragedy is the fact that six years ago this would have been the national story would have been the national story world would have stopped for this man now we get through an entire podcast about mentioning it because it's just it it it, we have i'm honestly we have have they because it's not they have normalized us losing our loved ones, our young loved ones, to police violence. We're numb to it now. I'm tired, it's, Calvin. It's, it's, it's something, even in the middle of the pandemic, there's only been 10 days this year where the police across America haven't killed someone. 10 days out of 320-something. And we're in the middle of a pandemic where people are actively trying to stay inside their house. This is the right. same. This is the same system that paralyzed Jacob Blake after he broke up the fight because he may have had a knife in his car or may have had a gun in his car. And then in the protests <laughs> that came after Jacob Blake was shot, allowed this white boy, 
he doesn't deserve to, for me to say his name. Allowed the 17-year-old radical right-wing white boy to shoot three people and to kill two people in front of everyone. And not only, he, the protest was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was in, in Illinois. He crossed state lines with a rifle, with, a, with, a, right. with an AR-15 and shot three people and then was able to get home. He walked right past police officers. Police officers, in fact, before and after he shot them, after he shot the protesters, were, were thanking him for his service and help subduing the crowd. All while people are literally pointing at him with a gun on his back. Hey, he just shot people. He got to turn himself in the next day. He was able to raise a $2 million bond (laughs) because because he shot some black folk. It's, 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 It's disheartening. And I think the, I think the body's result, the body's natural reaction to this is to literally be like, I can't afford to get up in arms this frequently. Our body is... All the time. We talked about choosing peace and choosing chaos. Our body is choosing peace because it's like, I literally can't afford to have the same visceral reaction Every time this happens, because that's literally all I would be doing. And I wouldn't be doing anything else. Dog, I get tired of reacting all the time. I'll be honest with you. There are some times that I choose peace simply out of sheer laziness. My body gets, I get so tired of having to leap out my skin sometimes. It, it's exhausting. I'm exhausted. I ain't got it all the time to constantly have to be out of sorts over everything that requires my immediate attention all the time. That shit gets exhausting. So it's not that I'm not upset. It's not that I'm not outraged. But to constantly express upset and outrage requires a lot of energy that my body is dedicated to in other areas. It takes a lot. And so we just wanted to say, um, to wrap up this entire thing, uh, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Your life mattered. You, your family matters. You did not deserve for this to be how your story ends. I'm sorry that we can do more to protect you. I'm sorry that this world loves loves your rhythm and not your blues. Um, we're we're we're, we're losing we're losing so many of us every day, and for that reason and that purpose, I think it's it's important to. Show grace, show kindness, show warmth for the people who are still here with you. Um, Because 2020 has reminded us that these people aren't promised to be here tomorrow. So enjoy them while you can. Because I think as Lauren London once said, eventually God's going to want his angels back. Enjoy them while enjoy your people while they're here.
Absolutely. It's your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your boy, C. Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing a defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. About the show, about the show.